Griff's gonna be like the fucking dude on the show that says in the fucking background, just laughing and sipping a cup of water. It's a fucking band leader at fucking Tonight Show. Right now, aren't you? I am. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. This be the fucking intro. And welcome yeah. to What the Hops, everybody. I'm Brian. I'm joined here with Eric, Adam, and Greg. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. We are uh, here on the weekend before 4th of July, which also means that it is Canada Day weekend. It is the last day of June. You know what that means, Griffin? Throw blue cheese at cars. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, also have, we also have our buddy Griff back here. Griff, say what's up. What's up? Um, Just puffing head e-cig in the background. Griff, Griff, nasty, and Eric, nasty. Griff and Eric used to be in a band called The Last Hour, which happens to be the band that does our intro and outro, that's, I guess. So. Yeah, because you know why? It's free. We don't got to pay any rights for that <laughs> and, that's, and that's about as long as they lasted, too. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, not about to pay, I'm not about to pay Eric any money anyhow. No, so. I'm not giving him any money. I probably owe Brian 60 bucks. You so. should pay us money for that intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're here today on the hottest day almost in Buffalo history, I guess. Uh, sweating our balls off and getting ready to drink some wonderful beers. And, I don't know, talk about whatever we feel like. We just had a uh, fantasy hockey draft draft lottery which it's pathetic eric ended up getting the second overall pick because i fucking deserve it baby he doesn't yes. deserve anything even though even though this guy over here has won the league what four times four times i thought it was three maybe it's three it might be three yeah don't give yourself that extra one yeah, whatever yeah. I, I don't finish usually out of the top three yeah go figure the one the one year that you don't make the playoffs and all of a sudden you get the second overall and he pick. has like Good. The, one so. of the worst odds to get the first overall pick he gets yeah. number two yeah, Good. You, you well, suck, I, like I said, I deserve it. Snake. <laughs> yeah. Snake. I paid no. attention. It's not like Frank sitting on, uh, taking a dump at 4.30 in the morning and yeah. picking up all the players off the waiver wire. I mean, I'll trade you my waiver wire. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all. If, if any listeners out there do play any kind of fantasy sports, you know damn well just how annoying it is to search the waiver wire for certain players and everything else. We enjoy fantasy hockey a hell of a lot more than fantasy football. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, because you know, last time I won was the auto draft, and then I won the year that Kraft picked Robert Griffin, so magically both years I had Robert Griffin as my quarterback, I won. Well, the one year I picked for you, right? Yeah, no, you yeah. picked like three years in a row for me because I had a word. Yeah, how's I that? Kept how's, how's, how's Robert Griffin doing now in the league? <laughs> Don't matter. Where, where, where is he even? He's in I think, he, I think he's skimming wreck his pool right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he got picked up in Baltimore this year. We're going we're gonna to kick off the podcast by drinking Green Flyer New England IPA from West Shore Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, y'all listen to the bonus episode bonus episode that we had out. Adam and I had the pleasure of going out to West Shore and talking to Josh and getting all the info we needed on the anniversary party that's coming up this week. So if you haven't listened to that yet, do so and find out all the exciting stuff that's going to be happening there and what he has going going on in the future. If you don't have anything going on next weekend, get some tickets and get out to Clarence. Oh, man, I can smell that from here. It's a good deal. Enjoy, enjoy some great right music and some great beers. You might hear some pops in the background, too. It's not gunshots. It is 4th of July coming up pretty soon. No, that, that's Griff's uh, e-cigarette backfiring. Uh, <laughs> no, up, out, in, out in Buffalo... We do get the pleasure of celebrating both Canada Day and 
Fourth of July. Wasn't it like it the seems. Friendship Festival or something they used to do? Yeah, like they yeah. out at, out of Niagara Falls. They do a bunch of stuff like that just because. I mean, with the falls being there and them being able to utilize all the weird stuff going on and the lights and the excitement and try to actually get people up there. Canada has no problem getting people to their falls. I mean, you go out to Canada and it's a, just a giant tourist attraction. It's like Christmas, dude. Every day out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, there's rides. There's people just like Santa's walking around out there. Yeah, you got <laughs> handing out freaking. Maple syrup side, candies. You're like, <laughs> you're like, oh shit, you might fall in the water. Yeah, our side, our side we is more parks. of a, our side is more of a natural na- uh, national park. Yeah, and, natural disaster. Yeah, <laughs> and is very nature centered, whereas Canada just embraced the tourist attractions. I mean, there's also plenty of casinos on both ends too. So yeah, if you enjoy gambling yeah, and you, nature, you, then yeah, go hang out in Niagara Falls yeah. up here. <laughs> it's funny because having such like, I mean, it's it's a wonder of the world and we take it we take it for granted kind no, of no no it's not a wonder of the world because none of us know what the hell any of these wonders of the world are yeah I don't, I don't. it's like Adam being the only person that can name like more than like the seven deadly sins or whatever the hell they are like, <laughs> like what, what is the one like envy or something like yeah. that like sloth dude greed. Sloth. Like, no, like, greed. other than sloth like Adam could name them all right now dude I, I thought that was our nickname for him <laughs> no it's clam digger now dude. you see him hiding in that, that boil dude he's just ripping him out of there Oh, it was delicious. We had some crawfish, some of the clams, some andouille sausage. Yeah, when when it gets when it gets really warm out here, everybody in Buffalo just tries to enjoy the weather as much as possible can. Just because what we get what two days, three three four <laughs> months that are like really enjoyable, and then next thing you know, like, yeah, no, I still haven't put my shovel away. It's still in the front yard. <laughs> my snowbrush is still in the back seat, just in case. I got rid of mine like a couple weeks ago. I think I just told my wife to throw it up in the corner of the garage. Yeah, you got like with thirty of them in there. What else Dude, you got in that garage? I, I just know. I just had to stop your daughter actually from grabbing it earlier. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Everything's on sale in that garage, minus the snowblower. And so, what does everybody think of this beer? Refreshing. It's got a it's slight, slight bitter bitter finish to it. Yeah, and that's what he was kind of saying the other day, right? Some Brian? fruitiness to it. There. Yeah. Color was... colors there. Body is a little lighter than I remember. Yeah. This is version three that he said he was even put out. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a nice, drinkable New England. Definitely, definitely. I, I mean, the, the back end's got a lot more flavor to it, which you know, I don't, I don't mind a little bitterness, you know, at the end. You know, I yeah. actually, I actually prefer that. In, yeah, in the style, because too many New Englands these days just seem to they finish like nothing, dry, yeah. and then there's yeah, no, I, nothing, nothing coming at. The I want to actually say right. the opposite because I feel like there's a lot of ones I've bought and see that they have IBUs that are up well over fifty, where you get more bitterness to it than some of the other ones come on. I mean, we've seen the ones that are coming out now that are. Zero IBU. Zero. Trying to get like as low as possible with them, but I don't. I feel like some of them. I'm like, you drink it right away. You're like, mm, it doesn't fit the style. Like it's too bitter. Yeah. I not. Mean, I mean, not that I've ever complained about a bitter beer before, but I mean, like, they just don't fit. I think with the fruit that comes through on the back end of a lot of these. Yeah. I mean, it, you don't want that bitter finish. Obviously. I mean, I, I don't mind a, a slight. I, I like going with the tropical fruit flavors of it, and then finishing with a slight bitterness. I don't like where you get, you know, the fruit, and then you're waiting for that last swallow and then it's gone there's nothing there i i want it to you know kind of smooth 
go through all the way to the end. I don't like beers that are finishing with nothing at the end. Yeah, I mean, it could be something due to what their brewing process is. I mean, you know, we've talked about on this before, they don't really know what contributes the haziness of these, if it has to do with hops, if it has to do with the yeast, if it's, I mean, obviously, you know, you're, when you're using oats and stuff, you're gonna get some cloudiness or get some cloudiness with wheat, but yeah. I mean, when we had that first homebrew one that I made, it was New England, yeah. we had a lot more hop content in it because it's not filtered, so you could taste that bitterness. I think ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, this is, you know, middle of the road in comparisons to other breweries that have kind of perfected the New England style. This is middle of the road. It's it's, it's not bad. It's not good. It's, I would drink it good. again. I mean, yeah. I think I think a thirty-two ounce crowler if it's perfect. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, like, I, I mean, yeah. if it's something, if I came home with this, I wouldn't be disappointed with it. At like all. I said, I mean, there's it, the, it's getting flooded so much out there with these beers that there's a lot of not really good ones out there. You know, I mean, you're trying them all the time now, all the time, all the time, and it's just like, guys, eh, you know, you're, it's it's getting hard to find that one that kind of stands out now. Right. But if you can give me something that's good, that's what we need right now because it's the it's just flooded right now with yeah all it's these like beers. pallet overload well, I mean, and just, you're just they all kind of meld into each other like if you're drinking four or five new england's in a day you really can't tell the difference unless one oh, kind man. of really stands oh, out oh, i, I do i get and you that's know. and that's probably what we'll end up doing tonight too well even, so. even what we talked about like tasting like just pulling it up on tap ibu is a 79 you know like we mentioned it's got a higher bitterness mm-hmm. to it we can taste that everyone's overall ratings right now is about 3.91 percent Ratings are for they are what they are. Yep. You know, I mean, there's people that rate everything fives, or people that don't rate shit at all. What do we have ABV on this? Uh, we have six point eight. I mean, that's pretty smooth for a six point eight. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely. You know, definitely. the it hides the alcohol pretty well. It does. It does. Um, it's, it's a good beer for this type of weather. I would I would drink this. You know, yeah, I mean, you, know to, you know, I mean, this is obviously a single. You know, I ain't gonna be rocking them. <laughs> Double triples right now, but when it's 95 degrees, you though, are, I mean, be this, this beer knocked out. <laughs> this beer's perfect right now. I mean, yeah, for the way the weather is. Like I said, uh, the smell is pretty good too. I mean, it, it's got. Brian and I were talking uh, last weekend about uh, how some of these beers don't even. Uh, Griff, you want to try this one? There's no smell to it, you know, and this one's got, this got smell, you know, and yeah. I like the finish. I'm happy with the finish on this. It's got some floral, you know, I, some, I, give me some juicy notes to it. Slight bitterness. I'm, I'm okay with For that. For an anti-IPA guy, look at him go. Yo, it's that yeah. juice, dude. dude. It's the yeah. juice. I mean, he's he's getting juicy. Griff, well, tell, me, tell, me, tell me about it. You know, I don't really drink beer too much, but uh, I like the fruity fruitiness of it. There you go. It is a little, it, like, is, am I right? Is this dry, though? I, welcome to juice country, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, juice you're, country. You're yeah, yeah. The, bitter, the bitterness brings a little dryness to the end uh, that, flavor to it. Coming out of nowhere, yeah. throwing that out there. That I like it. That is pretty good, though. I mean, you're doing already more than the guy on Tom Green Show did, so <laughs> I'm up with this right now. That's all we need. Get this guy a chair. I mean, hey, we got plenty Kick the dog out of the chair. Josh, Josh is doing some great oh, stuff. Oh, fuck me. I threw it all over that chair. <laughs> Don't edit this. I totally Josh. missed that, Mark. <laughs> Josh is doing some great stuff out in, Dude, out in Clarence. I mean, oh, it, it me sucks that standing, God damn it. Clarence is so... Like, it's not even that far away. It's just like there's no easy... Easy way to get out there. Yeah, you know that's the you're stuck that's with the thing. lights down Main Street before you even get close. You could take the back roads, but all, you're not going to take the back roads. I home. lived out there for years. I you got all them old backwards. people picking up that furniture, so the traffic is real slow out there. So, side note: so, so like five years ago, where when I lived out in Akron, we used to drive obviously down Route Five or Main Street all the time. And there was a, this place that like looked like a bum kind of apartment. I don't know what it was. I laughed about this probably once a month at least to myself. And Shannon still gets mad at me. 
about it. There's these dirty ass mattresses sitting by the side of the road, and I wanted to get out of the car and put a sign that said like free mattresses or something like that, just because I thought it'd be fucking stupid. And to this day, I still giggle about it. And she tells, she's like, it, she still gets mad at me for the it. The question is, are those mattresses still there? Oh, dude, no. someone burning them by now. <laughs> Someone's living on them right now? No one's living on them, dude. I mean, like, it was horrible. Or I wanted to get out and put, like, a sign for, like, five bucks. Like, <laughs> any takers. Five bucks are best it. offer. Honor system. You, honor system. You never know what's going to happen out there, though. You never know what people are going to take when That's you're right, driving dude. down Main Street, man. Like, a few weeks ago, some guy came. I threw a bike out. The thing didn't turn. It was like a child's bike, and I put it within ten minutes of being out there. Some guy in a minivan popped open his side door and came walking around. And I just stared him down the whole time, as my poor kid standing there looking because he thinks his bike's getting stolen. It's that, it's, it's scrap, man. They're scrapping oh, it. Scra- the scrap. They come out on Thursday nights over here. Oh yeah. No, oh, dude. People get wild and chick to walk for garbage day, man. People <laughs> love it. I know. I'm surprised. I put out. Some old couches, like two or three weeks ago, but I only put them out like the night before, and that's what you nobody do nobody grabbed them. Like, really? what day is your yeah. garbage day? Mine is Tuesday morning, and they're there like bright and early. Like they're there by like seven. So, oh yeah, I hear it. You definitely have to get the garbage out the night before in order for them to come and take it. Yeah, I, I put out a love seat and you know a couch, thinking someone's going to come and. and take it and do whatever they want to do with it when we moved in this house a few years ago i bought one of those waste management giant green like dumpster bags they got to come and pick it up Uh dude that thing sat out there for like a month oh dude that was out there for like three months seriously (laughs) oh yeah it's because it's like 125 bucks to pick it up i'm like i'm not spending 125 bucks this week and stay there dude every time every time yeah every time though i go out there i start yelling i'm new to the neighborhood and i just find bags upon bags of dog shit that people keep tossing into this thing Dude, every time i drove by your house i stopped and took a shit in there so (laughs) I know there's some times where like I'll look I'll put the garbage out and like an hour later or two hours later I'll look outside and like the the top of the garbage can will be open I'll be like what the I just put I just put that garbage can out there. The lid was closed. Who the hell's opening my garbage? Uh, we got this one uh, Amish guy that comes around every other week when we have recycling out, and uh, he goes around, opens up, and takes all the your empties out of there. So I just leave a bag outside for him, and he takes it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's because you don't recycle, dude. I took back twenty two bucks last week. Dude, I don't know. I just throw them in the garbage. It's too much hassle. It's extra. It's like I don't. I dude, can't do it. We have a guy out in North Buffalo that goes through the garbage and stuff too. And every so, whenever I see him, I'll give him just a giant bag of empties instead of taking them out. And I'm like, you know, what? I just don't have the time. And like, if you're looking for it, you want to do this, man, go right ahead. My man. dad brings my grandma's cans over now because they're both doing <laughs> So when I go to the Bauer return place and I dump all five yeah. garbage bags full of Jennies, I'm like, it ain't me, buddy. Is your grandma your grandma still pounding the Jennies? Dude? Oh yeah, dude, she's been drinking it for eighty years. You know, we got some Jennies now? right here on this table. Yeah, we're yeah. drinking Jenny White though. I can't do Jevy 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 Jevy. Jevy's. I'm going to drive Jenny Heavies, dude. Jenny I can't heavies. do that. Jenny Whites are delicious. Yeah, I don't know, the, man. The Jenny, the Jenny White's going to be the... The, the palate cleanser? Yeah. If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. 
I'm Katie. And I'm Kathy. And we are Women Drinking Beer. We drink beer, review them, and tell you about them so you can approach a beer list with confidence. As part of the Hopped Up Network, we cover the Twin Cities beer scene along with other favorites as well as interviews with women in the beer industry. We upload weekly to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. We can be found drinking beer daily on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Women Drinking Beer and look for the kiss mark on the bottle cap. So if you enjoy beer or nerdy gals or both, we encourage you to taste along with us and come have a beer with us. Come have a beer with us. All right, so we just poured Pinley the Elder. One of these OG hype beers out from what, California? California. It was Russian uh, River, Russian right? River, right? Yeah. Yes, Russian from River. Russian River Brewing Company. How'd you get your hands on that? Secret. I mean, it's not Putin. This isn't one of the hard ones to. Nah, not really. I don't know. They do not anymore. Yeah, right? not anymore. I mean, it's just it's older, so it's not. It doesn't have that hype anymore. It's just they do. They only you know release it every so often. That's the thing. Just like most beers now, you know. What else is the other one that they brew? Russian River. Tell me the younger too. Yeah, right? they got the younger, which is a triple. Well, I think actually this. Were they this year overtaken, or has it been a couple years now that Bell's Too Hearted is the. Best. Yes. Yeah. Two years running. Two years running. Yeah. yeah. I I'm a big fan of Two Hearted. I mean, I know we're drinking Pinley, but I mean, it's if I prefer, I'd rather have Bell's after drinking this right now. Yeah. This is a, this is actually the first time I've had an opportunity to try it too. Mm-hmm. So same here. I mean, it's smooth. It's just not like I like I've mentioned before. I, I mean, think New England's have ruined my palate. I, I, I totally agree with you, and this one actually doesn't have that really harsh, you know, West Coast hopness to it that is expected. It's really well-rounded. Yeah, see, no, I, I like that. I like it's, it a lot, It's smooth. Actually. It is smooth. Mm-hmm. You get slight pininess to it, but it's not West Coast, like, hey, I'm going to freaking feed you a Christmas tree now. Well, and it, it's not super bitter on the back end either. It, no, it's, it's kind not, of balanced it's, throughout. Yes. It's yes. not a bad beer at all, it, it's but balanced. for all the hype that people make about this, for me personally, it's not something that... It was bottled on 522, so it's just over a month old, so I guess this is, what, towards the end of... The end of its lifespan, I guess, where people start. What's the on difference IPAs. between a West Coast lifespan and a, a New England? Is there a difference? I mean, is there anything documented about this? Have you guys read anything about it at all? I don't know. They want you to drink that. You know, they obviously, want hoppy beers I, 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 faster. But. More of the New England IPAs, the fresher the better, obviously. But West Coast, I mean, I never really heard about any real time frame until these New Englands gave you. It's like, oh, you got to drink these well, now. They're, no, they're, the ones we drink with. There are studies. There are studies out there that do say that the hop flavor does start to change after a couple months. Now, how much it changes, it depends on the hop and it depends on the beer and depends on the conditions and everything else. Mm -hmm. But there is a difference in the flavor of the beer. And technically, once you hit like a six-month span, generally that's a completely different beer on what they brewed it to what they want you to drink. So ideally, when it comes to IPAs, you're supposed to drink them within reason, you know. I mean, obviously, you you may go to a store and you're going to see something that's been sitting on the shelf for four months. It's probably still a drinkable beer. Yeah, but like, it, uh, yeah. Well, just to add something to that, when I was on vacation last week and I was happened to be in a shop that actually served draft beer. It was actually just like a like little deli shop. A guy was in there checking and he said to the owner, hey, it's not our beer, but I can tell you what's going on with that one is that it's only has a 60 day shelf life in a keg whatever the beer was and it was just foaming coming out of the keg so it's like this is what's wrong with this beer that goes in a lot more of like a bigger commercial scale with the things with they pasteurize it or anything 
along those lines. But I mean, at least it's something that I've seen, heard before with cans and stuff or bottles that like you're supposed to drink by such and such date. But the guy said, nope, 60 days past his born on date. This beer will not be good anymore on that. I don't remember what it, exactly it was, but... I mean, that's the thing, too, is, like, sometimes you can't get your hand on a beer until three, four months down the line when it comes to this area, depending upon distribution. How are you supposed to enjoy it at the peak of its what it was brewed for when you can't get your hands on it for four or five months? I think they... Seems like they're doing a lot better job, though, now with that. You know, I mean, it might take a month, but I think within that release... You'll, you'll see it in a couple, three weeks, you know, which is a lot better than what when we first started drinking beer. I mean... And that, that all comes down to the relationship that the brewery has with the distributor, too, though. Especially when it comes to a smaller brewery, if you're trying to send something, say, even across state from here, a lot of times when it comes to a brewery like Six Point, for us at least, we may not get some of their releases. Like, some of them we'll get within two, three weeks. Others, it'll take almost about a month or so until we get them here. Which is a shame for a brewery that's, what, seven-hour drive away? Exactly. So it's it's kind of weird, but it just happens to be, okay, however they're, they're distributing and where they're trying to get the beer out first. And maybe they're trying to get some of, their, some of the stuff out further first so it can be fresher by the time it gets there. And for us, I mean, it's like, yeah, we might not get in within a month, but most of the stuff that they're having out there, that's... It, it's fine by the time it gets here because they're probably they're trying to play to to bigger metropolises where there's more people to to get their stuff right and and how however it is it, it might be that it might it might just be the luck of the draw wherever they have the following or yeah 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 i mean a lot of the relationship a lot of breweries uh i was listening to a podcast where they were talking to i was listening to an interview with hopping frog and they were actually talking about the fact that they'll put certain beers in distribution in certain places that they know they're going to sell more of just because of the fact that they'd rather see what's moving instead of trying to push stuff that they know people aren't going to buy. Yeah, because I think in the, at the end of that, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like they have to take that back if they don't sell it. Some breweries do, some breweries don't. I remember back in the day, like, Sam Adams had a commercial about, like, oh, yeah. Oh, they, if, like, tell you to call or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're like, if you happen to see it past this date, give us a call, and we'll come make sure that it's not on there. You know, you and, know what? Think about some of the consumers that we've gone into. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. You, you I wasn't. I wasn't really gonna. I wasn't really gonna name any local stores. <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm not no even, but not, still, not, not even name. Not naming them as a company is something, but more so as an issue with some of the beers that are in there. You know that, like, I mean, people aren't drinking these beers. People never drink these beers. I mean, I don't check the dates on a bottle. And that's the thing. You yeah, come I'm in guilty contact. of that too. Like, I never really check the date. And I'm like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, one, that's one thing that Brian, I, I yeah, Brian do. made sure to tell me about that. Now it's. I, I always I do, do. especially especially in certain locations, in yeah. certain places. Like you can go, and I've gone again. I've gone and looked at a at a six pack of Six Point, and looked at a bag. Wait a minute, this just came out, and I look and big. Oh wait a minute, this is last year's release. Wow. Was it that barrel aged one? No. <laughs> I mean, it, it, well, because, yeah, because, it, because if it's a barrel aged one, hell, dude, I'm picking. Yeah, I'm picking yeah, up no, whatever I, they have left in right, stock. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Boys, we did get a text here over on the text line, courtesy of Griff. Uh, he asked. As the market is more and more saturated, do we notice an issue with the freshness of the beers? Again, this comes down to who it comes down to the stores and distribution too, though. Nowadays in this area, your, your saturation, it the ones on the that height. people want to drink, we know in this area, you know, what beers are going to go. And 
they don't get that many cases in of them either. So I mean, them beers are gone. When you get a, that when day. you get a tweet yeah. on a Thursday that Premier's got two cases of such and such, yeah, you know, coming out. Okay, we know that that's going to get moved. Yeah, if say you get something from foreign objects coming in and they have a couple cases of that stuff and everybody buys that that means that something from just picking a random old school brewery like long trail or harpoon or harpoon? whatever whatever it may be oh yeah I mean, some of their stuff which yeah may be more mass produced it's going to sit on shelves longer because people are buying these beers that are, you know. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I find myself in that predicament where it's like, all right, if I'm not going to go to and, any of them premieres or any of them bottle shops, I'll go to consumers as my last option, and I'll just pick up that random variety pack. And usually, I've had all them beers, so I stick to the ones that I haven't had, which is not many. So it's usually the bottom of the barrel. Which we wouldn't say five years ago, right? But now it's like harpoon. I see that and I'm like, ugh. But it's a I shouldn't be like that. Though. But you know, I mean, I want to try everything. But it, it's tough now. You know, if I want to buy beer, I'm going to go and make that stop at the bottle shops and get what I can. But think of it this way: so you're into trying new stuff that you haven't had before, or buying something that you bought online that's really good. Whereas Brian and myself keep going back and buying more and more uh, six point jammer yeah because I know it's a solid well, beer I know it's I'm, a solid I'm, beer too. I'm honestly I mean, I've honestly probably bought two cases so <laughs> I mean I hey I, I had that when it first came out and I mean that thing was delicious Right. But I mean, say that. I mean, you're thinking on a Friday. Let's say you get paid, and you're like, "All right, let's time to get some yeah, beer." Yeah, like I said, you're I'm looking for something new. No, I'm never really going back to old stuff unless I don't know. I'm kind of in a bind, I guess. You know, I'm I mean? looking I, at I've like, had, hmm. I've had, yeah, I can't. You guys are hating on me right now, so <laughs> I, I, I should just shut up because they're gonna start ragging on me. So, I, but I mean, because you're the juice daddy. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, are we going to juice I mean, country? Well, I, you know, I mean. Honestly, though, to Greg's you got more point, juice like, than OJ. <laughs> <laughs> to his point, like, the white Broncos chasing you, buddy. <laughs> you know, he wants to try new things. He wants to expand his horizon when it comes to beers. Like, kudos to you. You know, you know you can, yeah, you absolutely. can do that. And I've fine. included you guys in most of this. No, like, I mean, we just like uh, to give you crap. Well, because to, just, to, just you know, the last what three, four months, just because I've been working overnight. You know, it's tough. And yeah. we couldn't get together. So, have have you noticed that since OJ's been out of jail that? Greg has been heavy into the juice trade. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Got that white Dude, like, the, the, I feel, I feel, I feel I like actually, maybe I feel like maybe Greg and OJ are like BFFs right no, now or something. And, and I was just reading that the He's Ford Bronco is making a comeback, and I'm like, man, I really want to pick up one of these things because they they look nice now, you know. And I think they're saying, of course, of course, you I'm like, want that's one. why you're, that's of how you're getting you your West Coast beers. I'm going to pick up one of them white Broncos, man. I'm just going to wear them isotoners and start slapping people in the face with them. You're going out to Vegas. You're going and hanging out with Juice. You know, you're and then you're bringing back, you know, a 24 pack of randos that yeah. you can't. And get a out couple of autographed footballs, though. I don't know. I'll, I'll be careful. The Heisman on that Trophy, stuff. maybe. I don't, I don't want them to bust in and yeah, say stole stuff. You, you better, know? you better make sure everything's <laughs> legit. <laughs> so right now, Greg is pouring the Thin Man Second Anniversary New England IPA for us. I stopped at the brewery and tried. They had a 
version of their Mickey Boodle sour. Not gunshots. That's fireworks in the background. <laughs> if if that if that gets picked up, they had a they had a double fruited version of their Mickey Boodle on tap. So I had to stop at the brewery and did try you just it. Say double fruited. I did. I just creamed in my pants. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It wasn't as fruity as I wanted it to be. We know how you, how much you like fruit. Griffin just took a sip of this, too. We and he just, made, he just made a noise. We had sound effects. <laughs> he made a ooh. Oh, real quick that back. Drink Greg's while he's away. <laughs> now watch that. It's a bag full of a bunch of crawfish. Yeah, we, got, we got a lot of stuff going on over here. I almost think it's almost too cold for this style right now. Yeah. I'll tell you. I, this, I agree. This tastes like summer to me, and that's that's kind of what happened to me out. This in... is coming from Squirt's number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, really, this is to me. This is a uh, a long day after a long day of work. Uh, refreshing drink, yeah. I mean, building that deck. I'd like to think: is this what it's marketed towards, or am I way off? This style is generally meant to be more of a juicier, quote unquote, IPA. That's the whole point of the whole New England thing. They have added it to a as a new category of, of, of as a beer to be judged actually by what was it's not the ABA is the, it the American the Brewers Association American is that what Federation yeah, the GABF yeah whatever, whatever it's something like that I yeah. I forget read so much stuff on this sometimes you just blend together where you read it but I know that they're adding a hazy slash juicy IPA as a category um, I don't think it says juicy on it does it <laughs> no I think maybe it's, uh, maybe maybe Greg is rubbing off a little bit on me. Are they, we do they're the sitting there. Stand. They're going to get up there. And the medal, the gold medal to the juicy <laughs> IPA goes to. Right, just runs up and steals it. <laughs> juice Daddy the Juice King. Yeah, somebody who doesn't know uh, a lot about all these types of beers, nowhere near as much as you guys. I mean, it's it the the bitterness is hidden pretty well in, in something like that. Absolutely. You know oh yeah, that? this this yeah. literally tastes like grapefruit juice right now. And that's yeah. that's what I mean. That that's got summer written all over it, and I you like I can enjoy that. Juice, right? yeah. This, this makes really you think like, that. oh shit, what have I been missing on these beers? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, maybe I, we're turning you a little bit. I was to just the dark talking side. to you guys before how I I don't really have a tongue for anything bitter, but uh. So okay, so we're drinking the Thin Man Second Anniversary Double Dry Hop New England IPA. It is. Seven percent. Yes. ABV. This is about two, three weeks old. So this is this is about prime time to be drinking this beer. So I'm actually really enjoying this beer right now. What do you rate it? Not the untapped rating. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't really go like untapped ratings are horrible because I feel like if like the article that Brian sent a couple weeks ago to all of us that I read it. I don't know if the rest of you guys. No, did. I read no, it. Yep. About read it. about raking beers and how they're all misconstrued because you do get people that rate everything's fives I, and then I agree I agree with that with that article almost 100% no I agree yeah I have to get you know what I, I judge it. my beers off of though between my friends rating and because pretty much the three other people other than me sitting here right now what they're rating a beer is something that I can I can gauge off of where we're at. I know what Greg's going to rate something. I know how Adam's going to rate something. I know how Brian's going to rate something. Depending what style of beer we're drinking, I know where each one of us will kind of fall in a category with what we yeah, rank. Yeah, we're it. generally so, in I the mean, same echelon. So I go off of what my, my friends are ranking beers versus the general one. I fall into the, the buddy rating. I try to 
you know, give it that three point five, not to you know, offend anybody. Offend anybody. Try to stay nope. middle of the I road. Don't. I have no problem with that because the one of the you worst know. beers I ever ranked was that beer was the beet beer, and oh. actually, and we like, I, and I like that beer, and I, and I give them credit. It, that though. was a really good and beer. I, I, I tweeted it out with it. It tasted like dirt. Dirt. Yeah. And yeah. they, you know what though? Yeah. But I, I. I really appreciate that. It took. It, it, it was took, actually. Hey, hey! It was actually a Canadian brewery. It was a uh, Bose uh-huh. Brewery. Um, but they tweeted back and like, "Hey, it man. was the Tyrannosaurus yep. Groot." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that thing yep. sucked, dude. That was. Cool. It was, dude. That. Like, if you enjoy that earthy flavor, I don't from a beer. Yep, I have a backyard. Like, Filled with mud, I could, yeah. I could eat off of this, that. I did, when I drank that beer, it reminded me of when I was probably about six years old, and my mom was like, "You're gonna come outside and help me garden." Dirt was just Fucking in my mouth. In mouth. I'm like, "Wow!" I loved it. I, yeah, I love beets. I'm all, yeah. So yeah. like, I like that earthiness, that unami kind of flavor to it, and like that was right up my alley. I'm in the same realm as Brian. I feel like garden shit in my mouth. Dude, it was on garden. <laughs> it was, dude, it was that garden gnome it that was, was like, but, drink but, this beer. Well, I give them credit for at least reaching out to me on yeah. Twitter. Like, hey, we have other beers that you might like. Because that's awesome that their social media. They're paying know, attention, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's customer, they, yeah. That's right. I, I just try to stay middle of the road, and I feel like I should be a little bit more honest to where it, it can give them some feedback and constructive criticism and, and, to where and, they can be like, okay, well, maybe we did something wrong here if they if there's more ratings like that it's it's, it's our palates though too you know yeah I, mean, like, I like to just joke about like hating on kolsch's all the time just because i think it's funny yeah but i mean really like i've had some good kolsch's but at the same time like you hate it's germans just not your style no i just it's not it's not one of my it's not one of my favorite beers so i mean i i tend to stay away from kolsch because i, I feel it's going to be a boring beer for the most most part oh man i can't believe you're saying that right now i do <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, it's to each of their own. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. You know, and we shouldn't. You know, if someone told you, you juicy IPA it. sucked, how would you feel about that? I wouldn't care. He wouldn't. He wouldn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> he would take his juice and go home. Yeah. If I told him bourbon barrel stouts suck, how would you feel about that? They don't. You can't say that. You know, See, you can't exactly, say that. Exactly. You can't, them words can't even come out of your mouth. Exactly. I mean, it's just they a just point. <laughs> it's just, it's the same as people, and I. I mean. I, you talk to a lot of people, I think, uh, when you get into craft beer that don't like IPA. And a lot of those people that don't like IPAs are big into wheat beers or hefts. And, I mean, it depends what you're going to. I mean, to me, if you tell me that, like, I don't like IPAs, but I'm into craft beer, I think, no, you you don't really like IPA or craft beer because and, that's 60% of the market right there. And that's where I think the New England IPA now is kind of bridging that gap between the IPAs that are, you know... Well, I mean, can't, we, we got know. Griff here, too, and he's talking about it the same he's, thing. Like, he's he was a guy that was, you know, trying to do the Coors Light Challenge at Vinny's. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you know, it's, it's for something like that. I mean, he's thinking these like, shit, I love squirt. This tastes like squirt beer to me. There you go. Yeah. I mean, squirt beer sounds... Yeah, I, I mean, I, palates are mostly subjective, you know? So if you're looking at ratings on a beer or something, you'd almost look at it as, you know, is it in the top half or the bottom half? Right. You know, if, if it's in the bottom half, you ain't going to want to try it. In the top half, you're going to at least be curious about it. So and that's you can't it. take the ratings too much to heart. If you come across something that's, point, in, that's in the bottom half of your ratings, it's better to have a little more con- constructive criticism 
instead of just going out and just being like, yeah, this beer is garbage. Yeah. Because what are you doing I know, when I, you're saying this beer is garbage is, yeah. or, you know, whatever else? Because all you're doing really is just trying to offend somebody that you've and probably never met in your life. Yeah. No, but, and, and I agree with that. And it's all about it's, palate. Everyone's palate's different. Mine's different from everybody else's. Sure. sure. Maybe, more, I, should, maybe I shouldn't try. even rate beers anymore is what I'm thinking now. But, but that's what that article was. That, <laughs> yeah. that article. That was we just circled back to it. Yeah. Right. It but makes I mean, sense. Think of it this way. So this is how I think of beers when, when I rate them. I think of them in a couple different ways. I think about if I bought this beer at a bar, would I be pissed off that I bought it? Would I buy this beer again? Or am I okay with the fact that I bought this beer? Did you buy that beer at Vinny's? I bought a lot of Molson Canadian at Vinny's. <laughs> Three for fives usually went... Uh, well, they, they went six for tens in my hands a lot of times. <laughs> you the, you the five bucket. of them <laughs> jumping one on the rest of us. And it, took, it took you a minute. Took you a minute to do the math there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in about eight beers deep right yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're so. rolling deep right now. I had uh, three twisted teas and like three Jennies before Greg showed up. So well, that, hey, there's know. there's nothing better than a twisted tea yes. and 90 degree weather. I no, agree. it's even I better agree. when me and you yeah. hopped in our pool with both wearing headbands. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a sight. I get out of the car and I showed up. Uh, I showed up Brian with two guys the in the pool. Hey, I forgot my shorts. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a bunch of dudes just hanging out in the pool. If we're gonna get on, you know, the beer style and everything, you know, some people like IPAs because they like that bitterness or the hopness or whatever, and some people like stouts because they like the coffee, they like the the maltiness. Um, so it's just, you know, to each their own, and and I feel like everything's subjective, like we've been saying. So Eric's got another beer that he's cracking open right now. Yeah, he can't even. Well, he can't got crack there, it open. He's Struggling. I bite my nails. What do we got? What do we got? Going we on? have a beer called Up in the Air. It's from Bolton Landing Brewing Company, fresh back from Lake George, where I was last week. Eric? It is a seven percent alcohol New England IPA. Yeah. Wish I had that Auto Tune app going right now for this New England IPA. I don't know. That was even close. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, that was like a, a point five. I can't pour anything yeah. that comes out of a crawler. You gotta, I just. Yeah. I learned how to pour a crawler just the other day for Merrick. How was gotta that? pour it hard, baby. So now, right off the bat, I notice this is a darker color. What can I? What can I expect from that? Juice. Juice. Okay. It's a little more cloudy. Looks like from the first pour. We need to get him a glass now. Yeah. Can you go get him You're a glass, take the microphone. Please. I got you a glass. Get in here. Okay. So You're coming in in this session. The head on that's really not that. It's that a little big, a little yeah. light, a little light on the head. Carbonation might be a problem. Oh, I don't know. If you compare it to the color of this, it also depends on actually how much is in there. You know, if we had an more like, <laughs> yeah, this, you, this looks like ruby red right there. Uh, <laughs> this looks like grapefruit juice. This is a little darker. It this just depends much. on how much the, the, you pour in there. The yeah. Thin Man, Adam and I are still drinking the Thin Man. Yeah. The Thin oh, Man geez. definitely... Wow. Yeah, I'm a little behind. <laughs> the Thin Man definitely has more of a haze to it. The it's Bolton... More of a golden color. The Bolton definitely, yeah. The Bolton's definitely... That the one that you guys are drinking right now, that's really like white. I mean, that is like, but but it's cloudy though. Oh yeah, it's definitely cloudy. But I mean, on, I on noticed the color in the, scale, in the that's Thin Man light. one, just uh, it has that kind of slight, slight hop burn on the back end, mm -hmm. mixed with the oat. You know, you yeah. get that oat taste to it. Yeah. So. No, oh, yeah, no. This this second anniversary is probably the best New England that I've had from them. Um, a lot of people hype on Trial by Wombat and everything else. This this is a hell of a lot better than that. I agree. I agree. I agree. What do you think of this, Sean? Look that, at that, that, look that, one's at that a, pour. This one oh, that was good. tastes uh, stronger in my... Uh, I think there's a little bit more of an alcohol. Get a little bit more on the smell with it. Yeah. Eric, it's, what do we got on the IBUs on this? I got 7% does not say. ABV. So how was this brewery when you were up there? Give us a little... It was cool. I mean, small, it? nothing 
crazy, but you know what? I mean, for a 10-minute ride down the street, I, I enjoyed being there. We sat out there. It was a beautiful day. Uh, quite a bit more bitter than the other ones. Agree. It, it does. I, not as well as some of the others, though, but... Uh... You know, being somebody who isn't really too much into this, you know, I would rate this one lower. This just goes back to, you know, how ratings are so subjective. I'm getting like a... You get like a mango-y yeah. kind of taste to it, or like a little bit the, of... The aftertaste I'm getting on the back end of this is... I don't know. I'm, give me a minute to think about this one. I'm finally hopping into the bolting landing. Yeah, we're, oh, we're bolting it actually we, we caught up. <laughs> it actually has more... Like, the one thing about the Thin Man, it didn't really have any kind of smell to it. Yeah. This does. What's it smell like? Tell New me. England IPA. Yeah. yeah, that's what it smells like to me. Yeah. It's got it it's got like that it's got that bitterness like smell right off the top of it. So it does come in bitterness of the hops are hitting you right off the bat. Oh yeah, yep. And lingering a little bit, but it's finishing a little more clear than it is than it's starting off. I agree. I think too. I, I, what do you mean by clear though? Are you you get a bitterness of hops? I think on your tongue after the bitterness is the bitterness is fading at the end though. The, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. which yeah. is which is yeah. It's got that hop flavor, but it's not too overwhelming. But it has that. There's complexity to yeah, it. Yeah, it has that. There's a little bit of body. It ha- to yes, it, too. it does. It has that. I, what was the thin man percentage? Was that six eight? What did we say? It was? Yeah, it was like close to. It's seven. got this like a. Seven. It's got this like a, a graviness to it where that yeah, it <laughs> sticks around. Uh-huh. It really does. Yeah, like, I. I I'm tasting it still. Well, I think too, like with me, with the first sip with this, I was still getting the the thin man because I didn't, you know, I didn't get to cleanse my palate with some water. So, oh, I, I took a sip. I, I took a sip of the Jenny and took a sip of water right before. <laughs> so, so once I, you know, once I was able to kind of cleanse and and kind of start back up, my second sip, I I got that New England feel. The more body, a little bit of hops, some juiciness on the front end, but it kind of did mellow out as it as it kind of went through my mouth and. This this has a little more of the hoppy taste to it, but it's not like the the piney hoppy taste. It's that lingering body of mm-hmm. the hop. Yeah, where it, it it's there. Right. No, I, I think this is this is pretty good. Yeah, it's much it's, more it's, full than the Thin Man. Yeah, feel like. definitely. Oh, one hundred percent. Thin Man 100%. is more refreshing, and this is more right. of a heavier flavor. Yeah, this, yeah I mean, yeah, I think the, the is, Thin Man was more right straight, straight grapefruit juice. I mean, it almost has like a taste that you would get off of making more of like a homebrew New England yeah. IPA. Yeah. So where you you have, I mean, maybe it could be a filtration. I I don't know. I mean, each brewery is gonna be different. Sorry, I Brian. actually have I have a question for you guys. I just kind of thought of this. I Ooh. like it. Ooh, I like we, it. We like questions. What advantage by next? The steam's coming out, baby. So it's, so it's come through the headband. So what would everybody feel if breweries started making New England IPAs as their summer seasonals? No, I want that shit all the time. I mean, like, I understand that. But, like, you know how a lot of times you, like, back when we first started drinking, like, craft beer. Yeah. Wheat beers. Like, everybody's summer seasonal was some kind of wheat beer yep. mm-hmm. or some kind of wheat-based beer. Mm-hmm. What if that changed? What if that changed into like this? Like, hey, instead of doing this, my new summer seasonal is going to be this. I can tell you why right now. I would do that because you know what? These New Englands are hovering around six and a half to seven percent on average. No one wants to drink a six and a half and seven percent beer. I mean, we do because we are more. We're more down the realm of. I don't want to say we're experienced beer drinkers, but we go out to drink 
different types of beer and enjoy beer differently versus, you know, summer beer, you're looking around four or 5% session IPAs kind of things where they're lighter, they're they're not as heavy on you. You don't drink one in the sun if you feel like I need to take a nap. I, I So so do you think of, then could, could a brewery bring down the ABV? And uh, make I it actually more made one. It was session? called Greg White. I, I know you did. But do you, yeah, do I you made feel my summer New England. It was called you, Greg White. You, you just got to take into consideration just in general that these main breweries that are making these types of beers, that's all they do. You okay, know, which, going, go, going back to what we mentioned earlier, though. What if a brewery like Harpoon was like, hey, this is in our summer seasonal pack, our hazy IPA, and started releasing stuff like that that way. Mm-hmm. You're saying Harpoon now? Sam Long Adams Trail has... Or like, yeah, like even if yeah. Sam Adams started doing their... The you know, summer, Sam the Adams, summer pack? I, I, it was a decent... It was yeah, decent like, for a regular buy. I would buy that just to sit in the backyard. But, I, I would, but here's my thing with that. That comes to marketing for us because we know that like random shit on cans call to us the same as the names. If you put some beer out there that just called it Hazy IPA to me, I'm thinking, nope. You call it a New England IPA, I'm going to go, uh, let's see what this is about. Because I for, for what we drink and we just automatically – that Greg and myself automatically are going to think like you say New England we think juice we think juicy IPA it's going to be bright floral and lots of citrus fruits on the back end of that and it's going to be awesome Mm -hmm. which we all know we've bought tons of New England IPAs that do not taste good for your bigger breweries I think that they probably are better off offering that as a seasonal I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. they could do a 12-pack of just different types of New England IPAs. Hey, this is our summer New England IPA pack. Here, going, you know. going with what Eric just said, though, yeah, if people call something hazy, I'm probably not necessarily grabbing it if they're calling it that over New England. Agreed. You know, yeah. I mean, hazy IPA doesn't necessarily attract me because any IPA can be hazy. I don't know what but I'm going to You know what, into. though? Let's go back like six, seven months ago because that, that's a better argument because this was more new to us, I want to say, with the New Englands and hazy because they might have been more interchangeable, but we all know with the way that beer works. The longer stuff has been out, the more and more it changes. So I bought the Sierra Nevada Hazy Jane IPA. I had that and I thought this wasn't worth it. Like I was expecting more juiciness, but I bought it. Be- I bought it. It's it's hazy. It's a hazy beer, but it wasn't the juice level that you know I expect out of yeah. something. All right, so we just poured a green by Treehouse, another New England IPA. It is seven point five percent ABVs. Uh, boys, what do you think about this, Greg? Why don't you start it off? One thing that Treehouse does, the mouthfeel on these beers. It's it's just it's there for me. I mean, it, when you as soon as it hits your mouth, it's I, I really can't explain it right now. I'm struggling. I know. I, I understand it's what you're like saying. It's soft. So, and, so color wise, what are we looking at? Like oh, from yeah. the visual, so, what we got? Oh, this is this, this IBUs on this is 90. So 90. I mean, this is a happier beer. So this is probably one of the the, the biggest IBUs that we've had all night. Yeah, yes. a lot of things with New England's and the way that they make these beers is typically they're going to mash at a higher temperature to give you more of a mouthfeel. Um, you get less alcohol in a way, but at the same time, you compensate for the grain. 
I'm not a chemist or mathematician to figure out what the difference you're looking at. But for me personally, this is like one of my ideal IPAs. Like this is awesome. Like this is what I want. I want the taste. I want the bitterness. I want and, it, and it's balanced. It's, yeah. It's so from my from my viewpoint, like between the last couple that we've had with Thin Man, it was more looking like Ocean Spray grapefruit juice. It was very light, didn't have a lot of body to it. The Bolton that we had was more kind of golden. Yeah, brighter. Golden in color, like very, you know, had a lot of body. It looked very full. And, like, this is kind of a meld of the two. Yeah, I would say that's that's 100%. This is kind of like... A meld of the two, it, and not a lot of head to it, uh, and that's probably just from the pour that we've had with the crawler. When you say it's a meld of the two, it has that bitter smell to it a little bit. Absolutely, yes, it does. But it's super smooth. Is it? Yeah. And you get the so somehow, it is super smooth. They have like you get that hop flavor, but it is not overwhelming. It. it it's it's balanced. Here's to what we talked about earlier. Are you disappointed because, like, I just took that sip. I got a lot of hop on the front end, but then as it kind of went back it my tongue, perfectly, it though. mellowed. Does that leave you kind of disappointed because you don't no, really have no. anything on the back end? This you're, thing, you're, mel- this thing, you're not the- left with like an awkward mouth taste afterwards. Yeah, like this, that's why I said, wait, this is an ideal New England for me. It fades good. It, it, it's it fin- got a slight dry finish. The one, the one thing I say, in my opinion, it finishes light. I mean, yes. it, it finishes, I, it finishes dry, but like the body-wise, it just finishes so light, which isn't a bad thing. But like, it feels like you're missing something. Sometimes. No, uh, you know what, Greg? Greg might agree with me on this one because I know how he is. But I feel like this is on par with a lot of Val, the Val Brewery. Yes, yes, it's oh, very oh. good, and like the way that the taste just kind of like it rides smoothly through it. Yes, I feel. I, I feel like Val almost based what they do off of a brewery like Treehouse, at least with sure. their IPAs. But I think they do it well, and then they do it, they try, they might oh, even I'm, do it I'm better. Not, I'm not saying that they don't. I mean, obviously, I feel Vale does, I mean, Vale is more known for their fruited beers, I feel, than their IPAs. No, nah, to me, not even close, uh, I mean, I, no. I, I, so to me, I like, doubles and triples, baby. I like, see, I, I like the fruited beers, though. Like, their fruited beers are, for me, um, to me, I think of the Ferraris. Oh my God! <laughs> what about the Bugattis? Yeah. Dude, that's top rose night. I mean, Dude, now, now we're just gonna get on all this shit. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll end I mean, that. Juice be, Daddy is with us right now. That's for another episode. For this, this is the Juice episode right now. Well, another episode. We'll just go straight. Yeah, this this literally is this. The I mean, juice. I don't think I've really had a lot of Treehouse. This is your first. So I think this is my fear. My first Treehouse IPA. I thought we had a stout from them not too long ago. Maybe in another episode, or maybe that was another brewery. Vale, um, probably. It might have been Vale. Yeah, I. Oh no, no, no it we, wasn't another episode, but we did have the Sleeping Forever. Yeah, this, yes, mm, that's that was what it was. That was. Oh, the you Vail. mean the, the night that I drank like six yeah. twisted teas beforehand <laughs> and had my whole hand in my mouth? Oh, that was you? when you had the the Southern Tier. You know. Yeah, we had the oats, and then we had that, and I was standing in my backyard with my hand in my throat, just hoping to puke, because. So for my, I think for my first treehouse experience, I mean, this is this is pretty damn good. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I, I mean, we've I mean, had, you know, we've had a couple 
brews tonight too. So I think if I were to start the night with this, like this would have been the the top of the heap. Oh, we got plenty you know? more where that came from, buddy. So I know Greg brought the brought the stash today, but ultimately, um, you know, this gets the stamp of approval from me. I'm, um, you know, I'm I'm happy that you guys are enjoying this. You know, that's. Well, if you're going to start, decided to share. If you're going to if you're going to start anywhere for Treehouse, I think Green's probably where oh, to yeah. start. This Standard. is yeah. this Standard. is their this is their beer. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Julius Julius is the step above this, but like this is the first like if you're going to have a first Treehouse, Green probably is. Yeah. Yeah, Green is definitely probably the standard. I would say that. I mean, it's you can't you can't beat it out there right now. So, Greg, how many Treehouse beers have you had? Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> have you made the pilgrimage out there? No, but that is probably going to be in the works soon. Like, see, uh, you get days off from work, ever. <laughs> you know, people, me. Pe- people well, we know you have. We know, you know you have. A, you don't uh, have to make the trip now. It's in the area. P- people you know make the trip, so it's like, all right, hey, I, got, I went to Treehouse. What do you want? Give it to me. You know, people don't realize how lucky we are in Buffalo to be living in such close proximity of all of these breweries we are now going to be drinking the lights on that's on lights on it's american pale ale 5.3 abv there you go so we're kind of dealing we're kind of dialing it back a little bit on the abv which i don't know what the ibu would be until somebody looks it up on tap Uh, yeah we're gonna have to hit that untapped up a modern american pale ale brewed to celebrate new beginnings in life give and in creative endeavor see i can give this one a pale ale feel to it lights on pours a gorgeous hazy orange in the glass, releasing uh, an aroma It's got such a great mellow finish. Sweet. sweet. You know what? I love, to be, I love to be a guy that writes a fucking untapped, like, descriptions because we taste it does the not pour a gorgeous orange. It pours a normal beer color. And I they usually they usually just take them from whatever the brewery describes Either way, it. yeah. it's, it's marketing. It's whatever's on the side of the can. Yeah, exactly. You that's can wipe your ass more gorgeous. A fresh, I don't distinctive know flavor that. profile that's holy treehouse. Buoyed by a soft and fluffy this mouthfeel, light sign is everything we love. Hey, Mr. American Crawfish, what do you think? <laughs> or Eric's going off the rails. Craw Daddy over here, put this up. I, I'm gonna, Whoa, I'm gonna put, this, I'm gonna put this on Instagram right now, <laughs> just because everybody has to see this. You know, Eric because that, we do have. We got the Craw Daddy here. <laughs> the, 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 he's gonna uh, see. I can, I can call him Craw Daddy. We do got the Craw Daddy over here. Look at that, just so, speaking so into Greg, the mic. What do, you, what do you think in comparison to the green that we had? To be honest with you, I get the malty sweetness on uh-huh. this, slight hoppiness, but not. I get it's more malty to me. Great okay. finish, little sweet. I, I like this it, one a lot. Is it great because you paid like nineteen dollars? No, I didn't pay nineteen dollars for this. Actually, is this a typical so nice try beer that you're drinking, or is this more of just kind of a once-off? No, this we're gonna enjoy if it. If I had a pale ale, would you buy a six pack of these and oh, you yeah. can crush these? Oh yeah, in the afternoon. And that's one thing you know, it's hard. I like pale ales just due to the maltiness of it, you know. And this, this is pretty good, you know. Eric, what are you? You're giving us that bitter beer face. Over there. Yeah. No. No. I'm not. I'm not getting. You're talking about maltiness in this. It's a lighter maltiness. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I mean, get, I get the, more, uh, compared to what we've been drinking. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree on that. This isn't necessarily a pale to me. This is still it's still an IPA. It yeah, still tastes like a New England. I I don't think it is even close it's, to the. I mean, the okay. Ale. This I, is this is this is Treehouse's take on a pale. Pale ale. Yes, sure. I get a lot of the the finish on it is malty to me. You get a, a slight malty. I get the malty all in the back end which i like this isn't necessarily 
a classic pale. Uh, no, not, not classic. Not You're all. not going to probably see a classic. You can't decipher a classic IPA now. I mean, they, they still exist. You, yeah, act, they, like, no, you act like they don't exist anymore. They, they still don't exist. exist. But you have Dude. a better malt body. I yes. Feel yes. Okay. Okay. A, okay. So okay, the ratio. classic pale is Sierra Nevada, right? Right. I agree. That would be the yep. standard for a pale ale. Yep. This is nowhere near no, Sierra no, Nevada no, pale. But this is where it's no. going. Is it though? I think this is a juicy pale. I mean, this isn't this isn't a you can just not call this a pale ale. Compared to what we've been drinking, yes, this would I mean that's what you're taking in consideration. I'm thinking about my experiences with well, pale, pale ales. Yes. I'll give you yeah, but <laughs> no, like fucking Mr. Krabs over here. <laughs> <laughs> for okay, I'll give you this. For Treehouse's we, version, we have on a lost pale control, ale, people. Yeah, yes. for Treehouse's version control. on it, it's I'll off give the you rails. That. It's their take on a pale ale. Yes, it's a pale ale I prefer, though. I mean, it, it kind of it's above average for me, but it's not anything that I'm like. It's definitely lighter. You're eating from no one, no one, right now. No one is saying it's a bad beer. No, I'm not. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. I mean, it, it's not that amberish color to a pale. And a, a, a pale has more I, I kind of body to it. This more looks like yeah. The I get NP, you for the newer. NAIPAs I think a pale is a, a misidentified beer. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's tough to identify that. Agreed. Agreed on that. Because it depends on what people call it. You know, I mean, a, a brewer could call it. I mean, you could call this an IPA if you wanted to. You could. You sure. You absolutely. I could. feel. I feel like you should be calling it an IPA. Yes. When did this become a pale ale to you, though? At the, the second, end, back the, on. No, the second that you drank it. Like, when you read that it says a pale ale, you're like, this is my pale ale. No, now. I, this is not what my, was, I'm saying. What was, what was my, a pale ale my before, pale ales like What this. was a pale ale before, before you drank this? Before? I don't know. Uh, Southern Tears pale ale before they got rid of it. <laughs> the Finimats is pretty good. Yeah. Sierra Nevada pale ale is the standard. I'm, I don't know about, well, yeah, I it, guess. It is the standard for But American for my pale. taste and what I'm drinking now, this is where I'm at. I will take a pale ale like this with the finish. Slight malts is good for me. I think this is more towards the New Englands that we've had. I mean, I, I get your maltiness on it, and it's not as juicy as a New England, but I'm in agreement with Brian and Eric. And no, I got gotcha. you. You guys just... Dang, we're not. We're not, we're not trying to. Know, know, we're not hating. But, you know, we're not hating on you. Nobody. Nobody's oh, yeah. saying. Nobody, we're, we're nobody is saying it's a bad. No, no, beer. I know. No, it's a great beer. I could have a it's, couple of these. On a I think like Brian's this. headband's too tight. It's just the just whole. Kidding. The whole concept. I mean, is Treehouse going to now change what the definition of a pale ale is? Well, but what is the definition of? Tell me. An English beer. Less hoppy, right? There's basically the difference between an IPA and. A pale ale is the hop. But you still get the bitterness, though, on the back end. I think it's more of the malt body. They have more malts and more complexity into the actual malt body. But, I mean, hopping ratios depend. I mean, you know, a standard hopping ratio, you're looking at 60 minutes, 30 minutes, 5 minutes, or something like that. Just throwing it out there depends on what you're going to do. This is my second treehouse beer ever. So, you really can't take my... <laughs> what was your first? <laughs> it was green. So, I really... I don't you know. know, Adam. Oh there we go. He's crawdaddy. Crawdaddy's in, crawdaddy crawdaddy in the building. Dude, that's, that's, we're going to have to start calling him Bub Gump. Is that going to be the mascot of the podcast? It, it seems like it. It better be the same one forever. You need to get that thing stuffed. So we decided we're going to do a blind taste test right now. First time ever. On what the hops. We are going to do a blind taste test between... Treehouse Juice Machine, one of the most hyped juices out there right now. Hype, 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 hype. The most recent 
I guess, juice that would be coming out locally right now. Ellicottville foggy style. You mean froggy style. Well, not to be confused with Froggy Style, yeah. my old uh, my old fantasy hockey name. Rest in peace. I decided to give it up after after ten years of using it. Ten years of one fantasy hockey name. It didn't it didn't win me anything. Froggy Style was actually you conceived. Know what did, the juice is loose has. Uh, Froggy Style was actually I conceived. Already, I already know what this first one is from Griffin. Actually, Griffin once said it while we were working to <laughs> to a waitress. And he's like, I bet hey, you, you like it. He's like, he's like, I bet. I bet you like it real dirty. He's like, you probably do it froggy style. <laughs> you, even, you even had that picture emoji oh, with your with your. Look at that. So, so I kept wow. it. Wow. All right. Taste test right there. So, okay, we're, we're, look at that. We're in front of, we're, colored. we're similar we're here. In front of us, in wow. front of us, we have two small glasses. Oh, we got a little couple tasters. We're hitting our social media. Up, you I was know? not expecting a similar look on both. How are we going to do those tests? I got, I got one wasn't blind. It was up in there. All right. So which one do you guys want to do first? Let's do the small one. Let's do, do the, the shorty. Yep. Let's do the shorty. All right. Because there's right. still some of that one left. Cheers, boys. Doesn't really have a smell to it. Has a taste. Yeah. Has a, yes, it has a taste. Mm-hmm. Not a not a lot going on. No. It's really good body get, to it. You get a little s- bit of maltiness to it. Yeah. Back end's kind of like a copper, like a tint metal feel to me. Yeah. Finish. I could I could see that. I could see that. All right, let's let's try the next one. Give us your take on. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, what do you, what think? Do you think on the first one? first one? He's first one is the foggy style. How do you know that? I'm gonna go by body alone. Just smelling the second one right now has a juicier smell to it. Grapefruit. I got a lot of taste. Yep. Grapefruit taste hard on uh, the second one. It has a, a, that lingering bitterness yep. to it. I know exactly. I hope, well, I don't know. I know exactly. I hope I hope that the second one's foggy style. <laughs> I, I hope so. I, I'm going to go there's zero chance. I, I hope it's froggy style. Then Grip, but Grip just created a new beer in the garage right <laughs> The first there. one's good. The first one is good. First one is foggy style. Second one's the treehouse. That's what you're going with. Is yeah. that your final answer? Absolutely. Do you want to? Do you want to pull the audience? You need to make a call. No. You, you want to phone go, a friend? Go tell me what you're thinking. Are you thinking differently? All right, all right, nasty, nasty. Let us know what what we I'm, got. I'm, what yeah, do we I'm think? Go, I'm going first. Is foggy. Second is definitely treehouse. It's yeah, just I, got that characteristics. The, the shorty glass was juice machine. Oh my Get god. The Oh my God! <laughs> You're me. Wow! No joke, guys. You hear? Oh my God! You heard it here first, sports fans. Wow! Hey! Wow! I tell you that. I mean, I'm speechless. I, I was that behind some fog machine or whatever the fuck it's called? <laughs> wow! Wow! Blind taste test, straight up. Wow! So, what do, so what does this tell you? That the hype is just hype? I think so. I think it is. I, I, I think really it's do. Visual of seeing what you're drinking. So man, we 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 gotta give uh, props to Ellicottville so, here. Uh, I mean, Ellicottville. this freaking thing is delicious. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, give me that can. This this let me, fog that can. <laughs> let me let me get that <laughs> fog machine. This body on this right. beer. Oh so the Ellicottville Foggy Style Dude. is an unfiltered Indian Pale Ale. It's a 6.3 ABV with a 93 IBU. You get that, but it's it's not harsh. I got a little bit of burning. I got a little bit of burning on like both of them. Yeah, like that, is it kind of part part of me feels that's the the part of the sausage that I just ate too though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. we both <laughs> so. hit we both hit some andouille but, in wow. the break. That Elkettville finishes good to me. I mean that thing is great. That's fruit. that's a really good. That beer. is. Yeah. I got nothing to say for it. I mean, okay, what, good what's job. the ABV in the Elkettville? Because Juice Machine comes in at eight point two. This is a six point three. Yeah, six point three with a ninety three IBU, and Juice Machine's at what? 
Uh, 8.2 with sep- IBU. I mean, to Greg's point, juice machine. I mean, to be honest, you know, he's on that treehouse train. And the fact that it kind of we all threw yeah. him for oh a loop God. a little bit, yeah, you know, it's that's pretty impressive. I thought there was, no, there was no way in hell. I'm gonna start telling them, yeah, we need to bring these cans over with no labels on them, you know? Yeah, man, this Ellicottville. Woo. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm we fucked up, boys. I mean, I was the one like convinced saying it first, without a doubt. There's another I'm, aspect I'm into that. Super wrong. Oh man, that finish is great. That that beer finishes starts out. So now that you know, that you get a faster. Boom. I feel like you get a faster. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. Like a faster hit with the New England taste. Yes. Off of the foggy style. Yes. So definitely. so now knowing which ones are which, and now going back to the treehouse. What do you think about the treehouse? This average. juice machine. Average. This one. The juice machine. Oh yeah. No. I must say it's average. Yeah. Yeah. This this does not hold up to the, <laughs> not even close. I mean. It's it's just it's really surprising to everybody right now. I think we need to start doing more of these. I think you know. Well, I think, like, it, I know, think it's know. surprising because uh, it's a different direction that Ellicott Villas went in recently compared to the beers that we've had from them for the last 10, 15 years. I had Juice Machine the other day. Yep. At Greg's house. Yes. And I was not gunshots once again. That was fireworks. My favorite out of it. Out of you know, Annette I was, was I was very underwhelmed with it too. Yes, I agree. And I, I feel like if you're going to call something juice machine, though, it needs to be like Alcaville is going to make the, ju- the next line. juice machine. The, I guess the biggest the biggest thing about it was juice machine has so much hype behind it right yeah, now. Yeah, it took what it was four years in the making after their first original release. Don't quote me on the years, but I think that's about how when the web it was only released one other time. So everybody was super excited that it came out and everything yep. else, and and that's what drives it up. And beers have passed, but we had it, and so they had it. Brewed it four years ago as like a New England style before even New England. Yeah, but if you bet just their well, style, that's just or was just a that's just, just their style. style. Yeah, see, yeah, it's just it's just an IPA. And now they I brought mean, it back. They, they they don't brew their beers as New, New England. They just brew them as IPAs. IPAs. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That's why they got. You know, you know, they created whole, the whole the, New yeah. England IPA thing. We have this. There's there is still some juice machine left. Oh, give me that. Give, fr- give, give me that. Give, give me that foggy. Give me the Griff. 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 Have you? Griff, get juicy. Did you try the daddy. juice machine? I did. I did. Juicy, juicy, daddy. What'd you daddy? think? What'd you think of it? With the juice machine, these I can tell. To me, these are uh, quite a bit stronger than uh, some of the other ones. To me, I think they're a little too full, a little too bitter for me. Do you think that this is too bitter, not more up your alley? I mean, you still get a lot of fruit content, I feel like. You do, and you're not wrong. And for me personally, I would still choose uh, Juice Man, you know. Uh, juice, what was the Juice Man? Because I don't wait, I didn't drink the, that beer. You talk about the Scat Man. Beep, bop, 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 I like that one. Juice machine. This is juice machine right here. I'm sorry. I like juice machine. You're still talking about Thin Man. No, the the, the the juice machine to me was more of my alley. The, okay. I, I can totally understand why you guys would really like the foggy style, though, because I know you guys are into that type of... Less back-end bitterness for you. For me, yes. <laughs> but for any fans of any of, this, any of uh, these types of beers, I mean, I could see why you guys There's none. really like that one. There's really... The, the, I'm... I'm shocked. Yeah, I, that, I mean, you know, we're we're wrong. I mean, this this is this is. I think a lot more of this needs to be done comparing. But these, these I mean, beers. Let's to, let's talk about this a little bit. Was your 
initial taste built, or, or both of them, built off the fact that you assume that the treehouse is going to be superior to the foggy style? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, so, yeah. I mean, when you tasted the beer that you thought was superior, you go automatically it's treehouse. Tree Indeed. Were you surprised that when Griff brought them both out, both out, that they were similar in look and style? No, I, I expected the look because you know look is one thing that you can I think fake in these styles. She's got the look. You go back to the Smash Tag episode. Smash Tag and Eric's homebrew basically were the Juicy exact Larry. same beer. Yeah, because that was the the homebrew. Yeah, episode. It, it was. It was. It was. Our no, episode. it was the smash tag one. Oh, was no, we we, yeah, we also right. did. I think the same night we did try, and like talk about with the homebrew what the differences were. I think it's something that I'm still working on, like perfecting a recipe that I just don't feel comfortable yet with it. It's better. It's good, but it's still something that I'm still trying to work out the edge. Hey, of. if anyone wants to trade a, a four pack of uh, foggy style, I got some available for you. Let me know. <laughs> what this blind taste test basically does is just says, hey, your local breweries may be brewing that New England or that beer in general that is comparable to whatever might be getting hype right now. I mean, I think this was the perfect the perfect storm. The fact that El Cadville put out something like this. A lot of a lot of times we're spoiled with what we get out here. A brewery like El Cadville, even on the can, it says they've been around since 1979. <laughs> it was not. 1979. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just not quite no. 79. <laughs> but 1995. El Elkaville has been a staple in Western New York since the late nineties. And I mean we, they were one of the first beers that we would drink. Like a craft beer for a blueberry beer. When when, when people beer. when people in Buffalo think of Elkaville, they think of blueberry wheat. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, I pa- I pass over them. So I do not have a shot. So you look at you look at Elkaville when you're walking in the store and everything else and you just yeah, I'm not gonna but, but let's, it's, t- it's let's talk about what we know for Elkidville because well, a beer that we've all drank tons your, of times give over. Me, give me your finest Mo Master, man. You know, no, 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 <laughs> no. But like, if you if you're thinking of blueberry beer, are you gonna go Long Point or are you gonna go Elkidville? Elkidville, yes, Elkidville. absolutely Elkidville. Yes, well, every day. So I mean, for, that's something that we knew. Like, it's a damn good beer. You know, it's a damn good beer. But it's just gonna be something versus what you want versus, you know, the hype comes down to Long Point. Oh, I mean, it, it's really just a blue point. The blue point. Did I say long point? Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, they're long island, I think. Yeah, so. long. Well, blue point. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So yeah. I said it like wrong like six Crawl times. Daddy's back. That's <laughs> oh, in the bushes over there. I threw. <laughs> so she might have a, a whole other pot over here. So. No. Oh, we got a. We got. It's gonna scare, it's gonna scare one of my Jr. kids when he goes in there to pick up a hockey puck over there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking a bright from Treehouse. It's a Citra bright. Citra. Yes, it's a double IPA with a 7.8 ABV. You know I'm a big fan of Citra hops. Uh, Citra Mosaic are my one and two. They can be interchangeable for all I care, but they are both awesome. I did have this the other day at Greg's house. It's good. I think lighter on the mouthfeel. Oh, 100%. But, but not, I mean, not a super thick body. Pretty the, decent for... The amount of flavor in this beer, though, that's that's where it comes to. If all Treehouse did was stuff like this... Oh my God, I could drink this every day. Just <laughs> give me an IV of this and I'm set. A lot of the New Englands we've been drinking are just single, so this is more the double. You still get that juice aspect of it. Overall, I think it's a really good brew. I don't. I, for for me, I my my palate's changing. So I mean, for what I enjoy is a double versus a, like what I want to drink. I mean, I don't I don't even know anymore. Like it just 
You know, I, I don't want to say like I I look no, at beers I, now and I go, do I do I want to have a double or a triple or like what the fuck is is all what are these anymore? Like we don't know like what. Like I said, I I agree with you. You know, I think this is probably the one of the this is up there. This beer for me, it's top five for me, hands down. Top I mean, five ever? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get the you, fuck out of here, buddy. You know, it was pretty good, but. uh Coming from a professional printer, this label is terrible. It's no new school. <laughs> <laughs> this label is terrible. So, so what you're saying, Griff, is they got to get he, their he's uh, facing, yeah, they got their marketing a, department. Give me a call. You know get some I mean? get some graphic design going yeah. on over there. I mean, I don't don't say the name of its actual job because they're think, not paying for any oh, of this of shit. Not. If you were to look at this beer and you poured it, you would be like, oh, because it's is, clear as shit. It's yeah, not, it's it it. You're gonna think you're gonna be. Diving into a, a yeah. juicy New England. Yeah, let me, let me mean, rip a couple yeah. of these. And you, know, you, you, you're in, you're too deep in these, and you're. I mean, it, it's smooth. Yeah. For a double, and it doesn't hit you like a double. Hits like this you. is the it's, green had a little bit more of a, a bitter finish compared uh-huh. to this, where it has that slight bitter. For me, but it's, it finishes so well. For you know, me, it it's, it's a beer so I well. want to yeah. try again on a clean palate with like nothing else to see what else yeah, I do agree. I taste because as much water. We try to wash these things down with and like keep going. I mean, we're not drinking a lot of beer at the same time. We're talking two, three, four ounces of some of these beers. Yeah. But at the same time, when you've had 10, 12 different beers, on a you know, you're, trying, you're night. trying to say one's better than the other. We just fully proved that the foggy style was better than the juice machine. Foggy style. Let me know. And I mean, the same thing. If you're going back, I mean, the one that's sticking out in my mind for the taste that I had was the grain. Because that that one that flavor has stuck with me the entire night, and I thought like, I keep going back to that. It's like a, it's like a flavor you're chasing. I, I I want something to be better than that tonight, and I have not got there yet. So for me, I mean, this is a good beer. I, I mean, it's something I would definitely get it again. I drink it again, but I wonder how it is on a fresh palate. The thing is with this one is the Citra just punches you in the face. Oh, but, yeah. that, but that's what Citra hops do to begin with. I it, agree. It has a different uh, like Mosaic and Citra are, the, are the, my two favorite hops. I think. And I feel like with Citra, you get less like power, but more well-rounded. Where with, with Mosaic, it's kind of just like I'm burping punch. Cit- I'm burping Citra right now. I love it. So we just popped open <laughs> the release of the day today: the double dry hopped Hayburner from Big Ditch. Mm. Hayburner is probably the I guess local. IPA. I guess local IPA that people look to right now. What are the first initial reactions of this? Uh, better than the original. I mean, I think it's up there color wise. It's pretty much been on I mean, par it's, with it's what we. Basically, one the same. I mean, their beer. This is what yeah, it looks like. It's been on par with what we've been drinking today. Color, I mean, you know, color and look feel. We're looking off at the get go, but and it's kind of balanced on the bacon. So we're looking at a seven point two ABV and a forty three IBU. It's good for it. But I, I think it's really good. Yeah. You know, coming if something like this can be produced like normally, you know, I would I would pick this up. I mean Brian, you went down today to the brewery. What was your kind of take on the the scene at the brewery and was there was there a lot of hype around this or was it kind of more mellow? There they had a lot on stock. I feel they probably had a lot on stock. Going I guess with the theme of this episode, they didn't have as much hype to it because 
with it being a local brewery that produces more than what people expect, it doesn't draw as many people out there to like feel the urgency to make sure they yeah, get it. Because you can get it, you know. You know, like you so, said. like if the we did, if we did, if we didn't, if we didn't grab this today, you can probably grab it tomorrow. You could probably grab it next week. You could probably, you know, it'll like who knows? It may eventually be in stores. So here's yeah. a question: If this was to be released last year at this time, would there be a line around the corner? If they were to take this and cut the production down in half, half yeah, there would probably be a line for it. But that's different than what but Big Ditch does though. Big Ditch. But that's but that's going to the whole going to Ellicottville. We can look at a beer like that foggy style that we had, and we can just just write it off because why would a beer that we can just walk into any kind of store, not even like a bottle shop or anything, but just a supermarket and pick up be as good as a beer that like you have to spend fifty dollars to get. Sure. I feel like with big ditches like they want you to drink their beers. Not like you have to fight to get their beers. Well shouldn't shouldn't that be the point of any brewery? I I mean like I agree, but that's not the way that necessarily things work. Where when you we get these different can releases, bottle releases and there's grandmas going to fucking pick up seven cases because their grandson wants them to go there because they have to work it's crap you see in this area i mean that's the thing if if this this beer is a starter or you know they get that staple beer they could limit the release on it and then they could eventually hey people will wait in line for it you I, know i do think that hay burner is their staple beer to begin with they could have they could have totally limited the release yeah. on this and just been like guess what we made 400 cases of this yes but they probably made more than that oh yeah but they probably kegged a whole bunch too and they'll probably but even though they, they, they can go hey boy hey guys we just made this beer come get some yeah it's worth it and yeah we made a shit ton so it's going to be out there enjoy it because you could, I, I would want to drink this again. Well, yeah, you know. Would anybody here not want to drink this again? No, I would drink this. I mean, it, I would. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be the debate over if local brews are better than the hype beers or not. It's never going to change. We can say that the beer that we started off the night with, that the Green Flyer, could stand up with any of the hype beers that we had. A local brewery, like, say, a West Shore, or a Pressure Drop, or even... Old First Ward. Old First Ward, or like, I mean, like you have you have breweries like Woodcock Brothers out out in Wilson, like out out that toward out that way, mm-hmm. that they have their can releases and nobody really goes to. I only can release I really went to was uh, the Forty Two North when it came out with that. Uh, what was it? Uh, True Lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that was the longest I've waited for actually picking up a four pack of beer. You know. And how long did you wait? 20 minutes. See, I went... Or Treehouse might be four hours to get in the brewery. I yeah. went I went an hour and a half after the brewery opened today, and I waited maybe 10 minutes in line. I went like a month ago to Big Ditch. when they the re- Dibble? When they re-released the Dibble, there was nobody there. And I went at like four o'clock after work, and they had a ton in the case that was just there. It's all in perspective. I think, I think we're I, so flooded with beers outside of Buffalo that we can get in the area, not that they're available to everyone, but you can get them where it's like, all right, this is the standard we're set at from drinking, and it's not here yet where it's getting that hype. People, 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 people in the area are too focused on 
trading. Yes, and not okay. focused on what is happening locally. Mm-hmm. I think, and and and, and don't don't get me wrong. There are people that do enjoy what happens locally, yeah. but they don't respect it as much as they do a yeah. treehouse like or, I, I, I or just, a trillium or a veil oh, because or, it's yeah. the names that are attached with. It. Yes. I, I just yes. want to throw out a you know a quick uh, shout out to Brian and I went to uh, Hop Fest, the Winter Hop Fest, mm-hmm. Community of Beer Works. They had uh, Bing a Yui. Oh my God, that was probably the best beer I've had in Buffalo, hands down. It was delicious. And they I, haven't they haven't they really haven't brewed released, it. They haven't yep. brewed it since then. Yep. And that beer. Oh my God. I, mean, it was, I think it was so good. I think when we when Brian and I sat down with Josh really this week to kind of talk about the festival, but in in his realm too, like he has trial runs and he'll he'll brew a beer. And he'll he'll run through it, and he'll probably get rave reviews. But then he doesn't brew that beer again for another six months to a year. And it's just kind of the nature of where he is and and where he's at in his business. But it's because just, it is a business. It though. is a business, and, and you're playing to your market, and you want to you want to brew what they want, but you also have to brew to the season as well. So it's like you know the bigger breweries are able to brew quicker, faster, and and produce more and put more out there. I mean, it's still it's still the same time frames, but when you have a, a brew house that can operate twenty four seven or have stuff that you can make in a much larger scale, I mean, that's the difference right there. Buffalo has a lot to offer when it comes to brews. Sometimes we get blinded by the fact that there's bigger, more flashier breweries out there that are close to us that yeah. get distributed. I don't know that, if they're bigger though. Like you, you know, that they they have the hype. And well, we got the well, hype, yes. Trillium and Treehouse and everything else, they're definitely bigger than the yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, like this that we're drinking now, the double the DDH Hayburner, it's good. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, is it tradable? No. Is it is it, it whoa, 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 whoa. we don't we don't know if it's <laughs> Exclude tradable. that right yeah. we gotta cut that out real quick. You can't say <laughs> that on, on air. Hold on a second. No, the go back again. You said it was tradable. I mean, the big the big thing we're hitting here is the fact that breweries out this way have the ability to brew beers that are comparable, but we don't see it as much. The biggest problem that we have is everybody is so focused on what is coming from everywhere else and what is so what it, what is the hot beer out there that they kind of don't really focus on what is right in front of them. Yeah, I got because you. Because you, you have a set of breweries that are constantly releasing stuff versus a lot of the breweries we have here. It takes you know, a big get you one have the, as, as many beers that CBW and Big Ditch and Resurgence release, they have a standard set of beers that they are releasing on a regular basis, which I don't want. I don't know if it floods the market with them or just like the fact that people know or they just don't know that you have these other beers that are out there and available. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, I mean, I think they, I mean, like they I said, produce out, they produce what. They're more the about masses like Trillium could absolutely be producing dog shit beers that are at a local stage and you just don't know about them. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Community Beer Works when they start canning and I'm looking mass forward producing. To that yeah, I, I even like, even when even when uh, Thin Man starts doing whatever they're going to start doing too. They'll get to a point where they can start. You can, you can well, see. no, they they have the new building that they're working on that should be open before the end of the year. You can, oh, really? Yeah. You can see what the local breweries are doing they're making that change 
It's just taking a little well, that, bit longer. Well, that's than, also the whole know. point yeah. of resurgence moving into the first ward. Right. That building that they're moving in there is going to help them be able to produce more and start canning more and everything else. Sure. So Buffalo breweries are going to start getting noticed more across New York State. Now, is that going to make a difference in the trading aspect of it all? I mean, it depends what they're hyped up online. I mean, it it also depends on what beers that people are trying to send out. You get, you have really nothing in Buffalo that you can trade. Honestly, everything is New York State, but it's outside of Buffalo, closer to New York City. That's where everything's at in this area now. Just the past year, and you see it. It's like, I mean, this hay burner. It's good. The thing that I see is they're not focusing so much on, let me perfect this certain style of beer, like CBW. I mean, they're doing lots of different beers. They're not just like, but oh, I'm going to give you this. That, Which that's, is, C- that's CBW. Yeah. That's know. how CBW's always been. And it, it, it's like, they're not like, hey, we're known for IPAs or we're known for this type of beer. Yeah. I think Buffalo breweries are doing more different varieties instead of focusing on one beer to appease the people. You know, and I'm, there's more out there flavor-wise and different beer-wise in this area than saying, hey, let me go up to... Uh, well, I think they're, they're pushing the boundaries for them themselves they've probably perfected certain styles you know they've they've become a master at that craft for an ipa or a stout or a porter and now they're they're kind of pushing what they know and what they're not familiar with and they're they're doing new styles to kind of put their knowledge base out there for the the masses to try and if it hits the mark then that's great and if it's a miss then they go back to the drawing board and they're gonna they're gonna do it again but even with that though i mean you, you we're still a smaller city in a state that has a you know a city that has what was what new york having seven Hur- nine hurricanes and yeah. No, no, but I mean, uh, based off of that, where so if you're if you're gonna base stuff off of what's going on downstate and like hyping something in Buffalo versus something that's being hyped in New York, we want what New York has. We're a smaller city. We want that. Oh, yeah. Versus them, it's like they could look at it and be like, so oh, you're Buffalo's basically you're blaming it on the tax dollars, huh? New York City breweries are where everybody goes because it's so close. Massachusetts breweries are where everybody goes because it's so close. Yeah, I mean, but like it's, I, it's an eight-hour drive. You know, getting on to that point, I mean, is it because they're not producing the same, you know, quality of brewery? Of, you know? Breweries here are. And quality or not, we just we, we just, just we literally tonight. just we no, literally we just proved it. Yes, you know, I agree. That may just be us. I mean, maybe there's other people out there that can like, we'll go through a taste test and be like, oh, juice machine, hundred percent every single time, tin and that's man. great. Tin man, tin good, man, good job. You know, congratulations. You have the greatest palate in the history of the world. <laughs> you know, like we are here trying to find beer to enjoy and drink my man getting deep over here i love it there he is (laughs) we're always looking at these beers that we can't get and we're like that has to be the best beer ever because everybody says it is and then you get it and you're like well then you get let down maybe this isn't give me foggy (laughs) give me foggy baby people people hated back in back in uh november when the bourbon barrel aged towpath came out Uh it came out it came out it came out the day after thanksgiving Yep. Right. Yep. Greg and I went, both went to a bunch of different stores and picked up a bunch <laughs> of Goose Islands. And <laughs> yeah, we did. I ended up grabbing a couple of bottles of the Towpath. And guess what? In my opinion, 
That towpath is better than that Goose Island. Guess what? That's not my I'm opinion. 100% right, B, because that fucking Goose Island sucked. I mean... Not in my opinion, but... But, but it's just one of those it things... It was good, it was good, it was good, but, you I know... I drink towpath every day over It's that. just one of those things where we have local breweries doing great yeah. things. All I need is that... We're not, we're not satisfied with it. We aren't. We're fucking stingy. We're... I think that's this, this this town. It's America. Cool. There it is. It's America. We want America. more. We want more. Is what it comes down to. <laughs> and on the and on the eve of our birth. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just Buffalo in general. Like we always kind of put no, ourselves. No, no. Down. Greg, Greg is right now. We're, we're it's America. It's America. In general. Oh, we're we're okay. we. This we is seventeen. Better. This we, is seventeen seventy six yeah. right now. Yeah, okay. and we're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. looking at this and we're like, you know what? We need to be free. Yeah. Then yeah. Sam Adams here. brewed that cherry stout. And was like, yo, <laughs> yo screw <laughs> your tea. Drink my ter- cherry stout and pair with a Guinness, and you can have a chocolate cherry bomb. <laughs> but fight, no, honestly, no. That's that's America for you. We're fucking assholes, and we want better. If it wasn't for Samuel Adams creating his Boston Lager, <laughs> and you right. mean Samuel Jackson, <laughs> and removing the British, yeah, then we wouldn't be here today talking to you about how these New England IPAs are changing the landscape. They are, of yeah, home of the, home are. Of the free baby, New England IPAs, baby. So thank, thank you, George Washington and Sam Adams and and Budweiser ben Freedom Frank Reserve. Hey, Freedom yeah. Reserve. Oh my God. I, I told you guys. Tea. Wait, they wait, tasted wait, like we, George we, Washington's wooden teeth. It was great. <laughs> there was a lot of wood and a lot of teeth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are we out? Are we out here thinking? Are we out here thinking the Budweiser frogs for the freedom too? I uh, hate hey, Budweiser. Oh, the Clyde, the Clydesdales. Yeah, the that's what we're doing. Yeah, no, we're thinking, we're thinking Crawdaddy for being here right now. I think it's time to wrap this shit up, man. I think, I think it is about time too. I like, I like the shirt. He's. I wish we could take a picture of this and put this up for people to see. But that shirt is hot right now. Yeah, that is yeah, a is, weather shirt for this season right now. Brian leather is weather? rocking. Yes. That, no, that's the, not leather weather shirt. No. That, that, that's, oh, don't uh, worry. The, no, this shirt was already on. Uh, we were Facebook on Facebook Live. Did we do? We were, we were on. Ins- no, we were also on Instagram Live earlier. What's yeah. Instagram Live? It's the same thing as Facebook I Live, bro. No, I don't have one. <laughs> Are you Ryan? an Instagram model now? Are people inviting you out to their private cruises? The fuck? Brian <laughs> is wearing that if, look if for some, the weather. If some random dude wants to pay me a couple mil just to go and hang out on a fucking yacht, and so just... are you talking about like Clay Thompson after he won the uh, <laughs> after he won his uh, NBA final? I just want to be able to wrap up this goddamn fucking podcast. Merry Christmas! But before you wrap it up, we might as well welcome to episodes five, six, seven, eight, nine. Because who knows how much material we have? No, it's episode nine is going to be Kolsch. <laughs> We're going to finish up this podcast with reminding you that we're members of the Hopped Up Network. Yes, we are. Um, we represent be sure, something, huh? Be sure to check out all the wonderful podcasts that you can find out there. Um, There's a lot of go, good ones. Just go to the hoppedupnetwork.com and Hopped up. check it all out. You can find us on Twitter at WhatTheHops, Instagram at WhatTheHopsPodcast, and Untapped at WTH Podcast. So we'll leave you with saying Happy Canada Day, go NHL Free Agency, and have a great 4th of July. Try not to blow yourself up and drink safe and drink local. Go Tampa. What the hubs? <laughs> <laughs>